Who can't keep a secret. My name is Jay and I'm here with my lovely co-host AJ. Uh, AJ, how you doing? I'm doing so well. I get to talk to you. You always brighten up my day. We get to talk on a podcast about a show that's cracked. It's, it's good. Like I can't complain. I'm sorry, AJ. Is that you? It's also Pi Day. It's also Pi Day. You're, you know what? You're right. No <laughs> negativity today. It is Pi Day. Pi Day is my Christmas. And I hear what you're saying. I'm Jewish. I have my own religion. It doesn't matter. Pi Day is my Christmas. You heard me. <laughs> it's such a joyous day. Uh, have you had any pie today? No, um, I have not, unfortunately. Oh my There's God, no AJ. Hop on a plane. Come on over to my apartment. I have some homemade strawberry pie. It's delicious. Um, so, so- I have two things. First, like um, back in high school, I had a math teacher, and every pie day, they're like, if we raise a certain amount of money, we get to throw a um, whipped cream pie in his face. Did you? Um, no. You never <laughs> raised enough money. We are high school kids. <laughs> we don't have the energy. It's set for on the day. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> and secondly, I feel like you could tell me I'm wrong. I feel like either the I enjoy the fruit and or whatever the thing is, but hate the flavoring. Or I love the flavoring, but do not enjoy the um, fruit. That's also fair. I don't like a pie that has a lot of syrup, syrupy, sugary stuff in it. Like, if it's going to be a fruit pie, I want more fruit than syrup. I understand. Understood. Like, at that point, just make you a cake. What do you mean? You, you said you like too much sugary stuff you don't want it to be syrupy and that's like a lot of sugar if it's too sweet i was like but cake isn't syrupy it's sweet it's sweet that's that's what i was going for that's what i was going for (laughs) um so i made a pie on zoom with my mom it's a strawberry pie um and it has a lot of like sugary syrupiness but Mm -hmm. i have friends that i'm dropping some pie off to later this week so i don't have to eat all the pie all by myself too far away to be included (laughs) <laughs> listen i would mail you some pie but i don't think it would turn out so great <laughs> it probably won't like especially uh, it'd it's probably take be a while. easier for me to venmo you like five dollars you go find a place and get a slice of pie i, I can go to, i could just go to jason deli's and grab me a slice there you go yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so in other news aj i heard that you were on goose goose duck uh on Puya's stream playing with everybody how'd that go I was yeah did you see it I did and I saw that you were having the time of your life living it up making jokes on Puya's stream on Kirsten's stream everyone was talking about you in like the most amazing positive way as they should me yeah and then what happened you were also super gullible what Which is why I think you're perfect to do this podcast with because like this show will take you on such a ride. Like nothing on this show is believable, but like they're throwing you in your face and you're like, oh my God, I'm eating this up. I have so many theories and it just takes you in a million directions. So watching you play Goose Goose Duck was like a perfect metaphor for like why I think you're perfect for covering this show. 
<laughs> I, I go into not to be a detective and stuff leave that to Taryn and the folks I go there to have fun and like be crazy <laughs> right and I think that the writers of the show did not come in to make a coherent story they came to have mm. fun and be crazy now if you want me to see me take a social strategy game serious watch me play Mafia <laughs> yeah for real I'm, though I'm good at Mafia I'm, I'm <laughs> next time you play mafia uh i will be glued to the screen like i always die day three because i cannot be kept alive because they're like aj got us <laughs> yeah there was one time that you were either the detective or something and you like guessed every single person right right not guess i i, I felt i saw them i heard it i was like um this is us you knew <laughs> it was in your it was in your bones it was in my bones and i it and was i was even fish back <laughs> <laughs> listen i i like playing mafia mafia is fun but i will more quickly pick this who's stuck i like it's too i take it too seriously i'll be like mm, too much <laughs> that's how i am with like escape rooms with a good plot a plot involved i'm into yes. it if you tell me my child was kidnapped like listen i don't have children i have two cats Yes, but who are my children? But in a different way. But if you tell me that my human child has been kidnapped and that I am now a government agent searching for my child, and I will do nothing, I will stop at nothing to seek revenge on whoever kidnapped my child. All of a sudden, <laughs> I turn into like Jack Bauer from Twenty Four. Like Ooh. nothing will get in my way. I know that was a deep reference. Like I've only seen like five episodes of Twenty Four, but like I, I feel like I know the the gist of it. You, you, you get the gist. <laughs> Like, you ain't missing much. I know that he is an intense person and that he makes many decisions um, and that they use floppy disks on that show. And so you're telling me in escape rooms, um, you are an intense person who makes many decisions and uses floppy disk in the room. Yeah, I'll throw them at people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, is floppy disk a euphemism? It could be. <laughs> but I, I know that's you didn't where, That's that where the... I know secret after podcast. Um, you you got to pay for that one. <laughs> yeah, that's on a only podcasters. Uh, listen, I, I'll just drop my Venmo for y'all. Just send me money. <laughs> and by his Venmo, we mean Jay's Venmo. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dying okay they didn't see what we're laughing at it's fine they don't need to know uh give me money and you can find out you're still a little uh, god dang dang it I, I need a napkin or something so uh while aj's getting his computer fixed or whatever um this episode it brought us back to our main story which is I don't know if you know this AJ but there was this girl named Allison Delirentis and she was murdered and I'm laughing because for like three episodes we just didn't talk about her (laughs) (laughs) they said we forgot the plot and I feel like the show was worse off because of it yeah yeah and I think like now as much as I hate Detective Wilden as much as I hate all cops, I do have to say 
when he returned this episode, I was like, okay, at least we know that someone supposedly is working on this case. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I feel like while Detective Wooden was gone, I was like, man, we need more Detective Wooden. Then he came back. I was like, you know what? We were good. We were good around it. <laughs> yeah, like the show is like these characters' lives are better without Detective Wooden, just as our world is better without cops. And yet, the show was moving at a glacial pace. I'm just. You're telling me there's 22 episodes in the season. Oh, comma, but I'm glad someone else um, also acknowledged that Detective Wilden is not good at his job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This episode, we learned that it's not just these random teenage girls who are like, hmm, the cops don't really care about our murdered friend, but also like the family of the murdered friend. Uh, not, not, not to get too far ahead. Jason might be that new favorite character. Like, <laughs> full stop. <laughs> so Jason DeLaurentis, Allie's brother, like shows up and he's like, I'm gonna get answers. <laughs> I love that his energy. Like Which someone's actually doing something productive. Started off as so I don't have a lot of hope because the girls are like, we're gonna get answers and look at them now. Well, listen, they said they're gonna get answers, but they will like get derived by a single note. Like I, I don't feel like this man's gonna be like, you know what, a note is gonna stop me. Well, he does say something later on that might make me suspect if how much he's gonna pursue this. But at least from the front, he seems like he's gonna pursue this. Yeah, so should we get into the episode? Let's get into the episode, baby. Let's unwrap it like the pie day present that it is. Let's yeah. unwrap it like a mummy. <laughs> or a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> if a mummy was a delicious pie. <gasps> Ooh, you could have a mummy-shaped pie for Halloween. You L- no, no, like it's it's a mummy, um, um, what's it called? Casket? Not a sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah a sarcophagus. Oh, bet. It, 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 we open up instead of being a mummy, it's just pie. AJ, yes. you are catering my Halloween party. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> so, with that, let's unwrap this mummy pie and yeah. get right into the episode. So, we open with Aria and Spencer and Emily and Hannah uh, preparing for Allison's memorial. So if you remember a couple episodes ago, they were going to like have this memorial set up uh, at the school where it's going to have like a bench where people can sit surrounded by all these like art, like art stones. uh, And there's going to be like a little podium with a fountain type thing there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be an Allison's memory. So the art was finally finished for it. um, And it was made by... The fountain piece was made by um, an artist that works with Aria's mom's gallery. And we're at Aria's home and mm-hmm. Hannah says like, isn't it weird that your mom left? And like, where is Because <laughs> Hannah needs to know. Hannah needs to know. But also like Hannah's dad left and she's like, isn't it a dad's job to leave? No, Hannah, this is a feminist society. Like first and foremost, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like the um art. Like, I, I thought it was like it wasn't my cup of tea. But secondly, like <laughs> okay, so like it's a bunch of like girls dancing around the edge of a bowl, and it's like as far as I know, Allie didn't like do ballet or anything. Like why? Like what? It, it it was like very weird. It was like someone who do not know these people do this for these people, but make it very personal. It was very much like 
this is about a girl who died too young. What do, what do you do to remember young girls who died? Reimagine them as like dancers and like innocent children. Not and let me tell you something. Year old Allison who, was neither of those things. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Not um, a 16 year old who uh, smoke bombed a girl and made her blind. That's the Allison I know. <laughs> uh, and when it comes to Hannah, Hannah just is so bad at comforting people. Like, like honestly, just give her the award for the worst at all. Like, name a time where she was like actually a good friend. Well, she's often a good friend, but when they were like need to be comforted. Yeah, I think Hannah is very much so the person who's going to tell you how it is. Yeah, and she expresses her care by doing things, but not by saying things. Because I don't think Hannah knows how to express herself properly. And that's but okay. That's like, we all story. express ourselves in different ways. And Hannah is very much a giver. Like, H- H- Hannah gives off big, um, I will laugh at a funeral energy. Yeah. yeah. Not Allie's funeral, but someone's. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean she didn't care. It's right. just right. how she's, she cope. She's just very much more of a actions person. Yeah. And we love that about Hannah. Like, yeah. there's, Hannah's remains my favorite girl, eight episodes in. And I don't think that has ever changed. Yeah, I think Hannah is probably my favorite character in general. Like, and I'm taking all seven seasons into account. See, let me tell you something. Eight episodes in, I can't say the same. You can't say Hannah's your favorite? I told you last episode Hannah was no longer my favorite. I thought, oh, well, I guess Toby's also your favorite. But he's not in this episode either. <laughs> we don't even know if he's alive um oh so, he's alive and she's like no no you don't kill my baby boy <laughs> listen i am a fighter and i will fight <laughs> just stay um, out of my way jay 12 years ago aj will time travel <laughs> save toby kavanaugh's life was um, there and, um a petition site back then we uh i feel like change.org was around in 2010 Okay, but there will be a change that we're like, Kavanaugh better not be dead. <laughs> um, so yeah, they start talking and they mentioned that Jason is coming back to town for the Jason! Uh, like we said, Jason's Allie's brother. And, and I had no clue she had a brother. Right, like no mention of him earlier. Um, like I straight up was like, did he even go to the funeral? <laughs> and yeah, and the thing is that like the girls don't really know too much, don't know him super well either because... Mm-hmm. He, when, when the De Laurentiis lived in town, uh, Jason was like an emo goth kid who hung out in his room and didn't mm-hmm. talk to other people and blared his music through, like blasted his music. Um, but now he goes to an Ivy League school. Which uh, like, shout out, work your way up. And uh, Hannah, ever the optimist, was like, how the hell did he get into an Ivy League school? <laughs> She is also like, how do I get into an Ivy League school? <laughs> That's how I, I choose to read it. It's not how it was played, but it's how I choose to read it. I think she was like, like he was on my level. Like, how did he elevate? Let me elevate. Right. And did you catch what Spencer said? And I got so mad. And there's a reason why she's my least favorite character. <laughs> she said, probably affirmative action for goths and emos. Like, first off, that's talking down on affirmative action. And we don't do that here. Yeah, first of all... <laughs> what? <laughs> Why 
affirmative action. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> like that's she's probably like my spot probably would have been taken from an affirmative action um person. So she hates for all for goths actions. and emos. And Emily's but, like, I could have been a goth or emo. But let me tell you something, Spencer. But you never mother, really got in. You suck too much. <laughs> that's all your bad work ethic. <laughs> do you think stealing from your sister? Do you think that's why? Uh, do you think Emily's mom would uh, let her be dressed like a goth or an emo like Arya if it would get her into an Ivy League? She um she said yes. <laughs> I think she would. I think she's all about um status and what's um a bigger strike um not getting into ivy league school or being emo and then is aria going to go to an ivy league school because she's she's lucky she gets into a state college (laughs) (laughs) i'll probably end up at hollis like jay all i know is that she reads sometimes (laughs) but that but she also skips her classes all the time all the time all the time (laughs) Yeah. Like, what are you doing, ma'am? Also, no, no, not, not talking now to a state college. I go to a state college, so <laughs> like, no, no, that ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, so yeah, so then the girls keep talking about how Allie would have loved the memorial because people are going to be talking. Everyone's going to be talking about her. Spencer says, "That's immortality, my darlings," which takes us to our first flashback. We'll see these flashbacks throughout the episode to a day at. It seems to be a lake um, where the girls are lounging by the lake, um, basically talking badly and gossiping about everyone they come across. Um, but in this first flashback, Wait, Allie, before we get into yeah. that, like just in general, how do you feel about the flashbacks? I think if this is a pattern mm-hmm. of us getting to learn more about how Allie treated other people, and it connects more to connects us more to, for example, Jenna, Jason, Toby, mm-hmm. etc. Then I want to see it because we get more opportunity to see other characters if we, mm-hmm. or at least what Ali thought about these other characters. Because r- right now, without Ali being alive or being in the main current day story, yes, we don't get to see what Ali actually thought about other people. We only hear from Arya and. Emily, Spencer, Hannah, like this is what Allie thought. Yes. So it's nice to And they are unreliable narrators. Right. So it's nice to see Allie and hear Allie talk about these people herself. Mm-hmm. And also to see her dynamic with people like Jenna. Mm. But I would need to see more action from those other characters in these flashbacks. Because I'm not going to lie, Jay, these flashbacks were not it for me. Like, <laughs> I was like, if this is what we're getting for flashbacks, I don't need any more flashbacks. Yeah, I do wish there was more substance because a lot of the flashback material was stuff that we had already kind of understood from previous flashbacks. 100%. Jenna, like, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. it... I, I, you know what? I would say the, the biggest thing I got from this flashback was how green Jenna's eyes were. And I was like, dang. <laughs> Those were piercing. Well, yeah, we really haven't seen her eyes. Yeah, but it wasn't like a normal shade of green. It was like no, no, no. it was out. like striking. Yes, like whoa. <laughs> but in this first flashback, we set up the episode because the girls are lounging on the shore of the lake, mm-hmm. and um, Allie starts talking about how how 
she could attain. Uh, oh, Arya says, don't you wish that you could wake up one day and be the age that you wanted to be forever? It's like, yeah, I wish I could wake up and be like 30 for the rest of my life. But I also don't because like, I feel like there's a lot of life that you miss out on if you only stay one age. But yeah, I understand, that was my but thing, like as a teenager, like, I get it. Like, I was like, I get the energy, Kyle, but that's a lot of life. Like, and you grow into 30. Like, you don't just be 30 and you're not the same you. And I think it was ironic that Arya was the one saying it. Uh, is Arya going to die? No, but like she's very much interested <laughs> in in Ezra. Oh, ah. She thinks that she's more mature than she actually is. Um, a lot of her fights with Ezra were about what she can and can't handle, what she does or doesn't know about how life really is. And mm. she needs to grow into the age that Ezra is. And mature well, well, in that Ezra needs to go into the age that Ezra is. <laughs> right, but like in terms of like life and experience, like it's very clear yes. that like Arya isn't at the same maturity level. So it was Correct. interesting that Arya was like, I want to be 20 or whatever. And she's the one that's like constantly trying to prove that she is old she is older inside than she actually is. Honestly, children, listen, enjoy your youth while you still have it. Like, once it's gone, it's gone. One day you're going to wake up, you're going to be 27, you're going to have two cats and go work a, yeah. a <laughs> job. And you're going to love your job, but you're also going to be up at 6 a.m. every single day for the rest of your life. Did you see the article where Dolly Parton was like, I want Beyonce to cover Jolene? No, but we should talk about that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> we are still before the intro. Oh, yeah. We got to keep this on two hours. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um, We're going to do it. <laughs> but, yeah. So, Allie, so Allie says the only way to stay the same age forever is to die when you're young and leave behind a beautiful corpse. And uh, that's exactly what Allie did. Which, like, honestly, she set a goal and she achieved it. <laughs> do we like high achievers in this show? <laughs> Honestly, they all seem like they suck. And by all I mean Spencer. <laughs> and and now Allie. Well, we've been to Allie sucked. But okay. you know, I I am Team Melissa right now, so. Yeah. And so we we get back to modern day and Spencer has like this dreamy face while they're talking about like that day where where Allie was talking about death and Yeah. And Arya says, yeah, that kind of, it felt like a movie. And Spencer says, Allie was a movie. I was like, ah. In like this dreamy way. So it seems like Spencer has, it gave me the impression that maybe these are from Spencer's point of view, these flashbacks, or at mm -hmm. least that flashback. Like, and it you says the for the rest of the episode, they try to put a little bit of sus on Spencer, and it kind of puts it's kind of puts that in your head when you look at Spencer's face. She looks a little too happy to be thinking about Allie talking about death. Like on it, oh, interesting. Because I was going to say like, and it, it is not like overt, but I feel like subtly like Spencer seems a lot more more of a kinder, more innocent person than she was. She actually is. Yeah, which is why it makes me think that that one is from Spencer's point of view. Yes. I don't trust Spencer. 
And I don't like Spencer. And that's a deadly combination for me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so then we go, we get to our intro. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Swear this one you'll save. Um, and then we come back to Hannah's home. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hannah's mom is really upset. Uh, and Hannah is also upset because one of her cards got declined and the cashier took the card and Hannah's like, that's my property. And her mom basically says, nope, that belongs to the bank. And also um, stop spending money because we need to make some cutbacks um, because we have lots of bills to pay and a mortgage and we are a one paycheck household. Um, And she opens the fridge and let me tell you, I get that money is tight. But they have skim milk, orange juice, some yogurt, some olives, and I think a thing of ketchup. Uh, and her mom says, no more flavored waters, no more Chardonnay, no artisan cheese. Do they like know how to shop? Because like I don't that, think that so. doesn't make like yogurt is the only meal they have. <laughs> <laughs> and like yogurt expires quickly. <laughs> right. So you gotta be eating that quick. <laughs> like I understand wanting to be healthy. You have orange juice, you have yogurt, you have skim milk, you have olives, but like you need to have a meal, a full meal. Like it doesn't sound healthy to me. What they're <laughs> right. Like it sounds like you have leftovers from when you had a full fridge. Maybe they just go to um Chang's all the time. Well, they can't do that anymore. Golly gee, now who's gonna keep Chang in business? <laughs> well, Arya's family is doing that. They were going to uh tie takeout. Or at least Oh, oh dang. You know what? I'm glad they're poor. <laughs> they weren't supporting Jake. <laughs> well, pretty here first. Um, so Hannah decides to go back to the to the girls um, to meet up with them to talk about the memorial. And she gets, I believe, to is it Spencer's house? I assume so. Um and she walks in and she's like, oh, Jason, you're here. And she seems very excited to see him considering like they were all talking crap about him before. I feel like that was more surprised mess with, um, oh, joy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah. And basically Jason shared, Jason, first of all, he is not gawky. He is not gothic. He is not emo. He seems to be like, a preppy Ivy League school kid. Can I tell you what I think? Go ahead. I think Allie just talked bad about her brother. And, like, they just accepted what she said. But it, it, it's not even truly who he was. No, but they said that, like, they used to hear him, like, blasting music and stuff like that. Your your music taste does not tell me who you are. That's fair. Like, let me tell you something, Jay. Like, some of the most preppy people will listen to the most metal stuff. And I'm like, whoa. Okay, bet. Yeah, this prep school kid's got a lot of anger. <laughs> it's really so, hard like, to be rich. So I'm not going to judge you based on your music choice, at least not your personality. Okay, fair. But he did look like someone who could be emo if he really unleashed himself. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> like if he let go, I could see it. Like I, I can, I can see the white male rage, but you know that's a different story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which doesn't mean that he's emo, but I could see. 
how someone could help other prep school kids could confuse him for emo. I feel like they may have never met an emo person. I feel like That's Toby Cavanaugh's the like, closest I thing to emo like, they met. They were not of age when MySpace was around. <laughs> <laughs> they have never seen a scene kid. That's so, you know, so in their mind, this is the definition of emo. Right. Yeah. Also, he looks nothing like Allie. Well, <laughs> well, Allie was also younger than what she was supposed to be, so whatever yeah that's fair uh but yeah jason comes in he's all preppy and and polished and he tells uh the the girls that he has some changes to the plans for the memorial so basically whatever spencer put together is nice but he's going to change it anyway as he should (laughs) this is in fact her sister his sister and spencer like gets a little frustrated after he leaves but like for what (laughs) it's not like this is a memorial that they planned and like if a family member says this is not what I want like you need to respect the family's wishes this is not about you (laughs) right yeah and so um so among the changes are that um first of all Jason's family is not the rest of the De Laurentiis family are not able to make it um his mom at the last minute decided not to go Mm -hmm. um and it seems like Allie's death is hitting her really hard so I assume her dad all her husband also wanted to be there for her yes and I feel like that's that's okay and that's appropriate I think that's valid um yeah I I feel like um during the scene I was like oh that's the choice but then when I learned what, what she's going through I'm like you know what that's fine. That's valid. You know what? T- take yeah. your time. Take the space, all the space she needs. Yeah. And also, like, you don't need to return and be there for every memorial, especially if, like, you had the funeral, you moved away. Like, if this is something that her friends want to do, it would be nice if you were there. But, like, you don't have to go back every time someone wants to do something in memory of your child. I agree. Um, And then he also uh, says that the dedication isn't about closure for him. He doesn't, because there isn't closure until they find out who killed Allie. Instead, he's back in Rosewood because he wants the cops to do something. It, you know what? If someone's not doing their job right, they, someone needs to put them in check. Can you call the Better B- Business Bureau on the cops? Uh, I have no clue. I don't think so, but like, this is essentially hey. what Jason's doing as a rich white man. And, and you know what? Rich white man, do what you gotta do. Make people do their jobs. Yeah. Especially okay. Detective Wooden. Yeah. You took the words right out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he, before he leaves, he says, oh, and uh, I want to change one speaker. Yes. I want Jenna to speak because she asked me if she could speak and I see no reason why not. Yep. And you know what? Okay. <laughs> Uh, so he leaves and cue the girls having a little freak out session because why would Jenna want to talk at Allie's mem- uh, memorial? Oh, I'm like, we should be focusing on the memorial, not what she's going to say. And I mean, if she was going to like stand up and be like, listen, I'm here to tell you what an awful person Allie was. And let me tell you something. That's the wrong audience. <laughs> I mean, like, 
first of all, that's not the, I don't think Jen is that kind of person. I, I've been tooting the Jen is a good person horn since I first met her. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't go that far. I think that she would say, I think Jen is a good person. <laughs> I, I, would, I think Jenna would say a lot of coded things where if you thought that Allie was a good person, you would think she was saying nice things about Allie. But if you thought that Allie was a bad person, you'd think she was saying bad things about Allie. But I don't think she's going to get up there and be like, Allie is a bitch and she blinded me. Like, she's not there to like b- put everyone on blast. Like she, I, She's just there to be a little passive aggressive and two-faced about things. My thing has always been, they've had this strange obsession with this family and a strange hate into this family where it blinds them to anything and everything they do. I and see it's, what you did there. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm so, I, I feel so appreciated. <laughs> I love good wordplay. Like, listen, when I see it, I try to take it. (laughs) Uh, Because trust me, it do not come often for me. (laughs) Yeah, like, I I, I think Jenna, I I understand why they might not like Jenna. Because Jenna's been kind of passive aggressive about Allie's death and like they were Allie's best friends, supposedly. Well, pause. I I feel like if Jenna wanted to do something big, she would have done it at the regular funeral, not at a memorial. Or like while Allie was alive. Uh, that too. <laughs> that too. Like why wait till the bitch is dead? <laughs> like honestly, I feel like if I know anything of Jenna, she's not gonna hold back. Right. Although it does seem that Allie was blackmailing Toby, so maybe Allie was blackmailing her too. But like you I said, feel... there's the whole funeral. Like she mm-hmm. ha- she's had plenty of opportunity, and yes. it seems too calculated for her to stand up and like blow them up on the spot i think like she's just going to be passive aggressive about it for the rest of her life and i think she also has that right i feel like there's just a hundred and more more one more ways you can be like alice a terrible person into a bigger audience that will be more receptive and i think like what she ends up doing and what she ends up saying is her plan like i think she, she just wants to be passive aggressive about this girl for the rest of her life and i think she has the right did you take her speech as passive aggressive? I did. Ah, dang. See, me, you have two different views of Jenna. But that I think that goes um to the start of the podcast where you called me very naive. Gullible. Yeah. You called me gullible. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll get there, but like I think it shows in some of the flashbacks that they had a little bit of a rivalry. Yeah. And I think I, that like they were they were more there was more to their relationship than we know. Mm. Because, well, because I don't think Allie visiting Jenna in the hospital was to be like, oh my God, I hope you feel better. I think there was more to it. I, I, I think Allie, Allie is a very calculated person. Right. So she's not going to go there to be like, oh my gosh, I hope you get well soon. Like, I feel like that's uh, an Emily move and Emily didn't do that. Right. So that's why I'm saying like, I think Jenna... Like, there's more to that relationship than we know. So I don't think that Jen is being 100% genuine in everything she says. I think, but this is just the person I is. I take things at face value. <laughs> and that might be my downfall. <laughs> okay. Well, you keep thinking that Jenna is just at face value saying that uh, we'll get there when Jenna has her speech. Listen, I, I know passive aggression when I hear it. And I did, when, I won't say that. Um, but in the past when Jenna's been passive aggressive, I caught it. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what's next, Jay? Yeah. What? I said, what's next? Oh, I thought you said one minute, Jay. That's how my brain is. Uh, ah. So then we go to school and we're not going to talk about it, but, but uh, Aria sees the poster for homecoming and she's like, has this flashback to Ezra breaking up with her and we're like, Skip. okay, girl, we get it. Skip. <laughs> uh, tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> and she rips it down. Uh, and then we go to Hannah and Sean and Sean basically is like, okay, so Noel got us these tickets to Band of Horses, which first of all, stupid name. <laughs> and I don't know if it's a real band. I didn't look it up, but like stupid name. Pause. Jay, if um they are a real band, can I invite them on a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Tell Bet. them I'm a big fan. <laughs> Bet. Lie to them. Gaslight girl boss gatekeep. Listen, I'll try my hardest. I haven't been successful so far in life. <laughs> that is not true, AJ. Not in gaslighting, gatekeeping, girl bossing. Oh, okay, that's different. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then Sean clarifies and he's like, well, Noel didn't get us tickets. He got tickets and he wants to go with Aria. And he says that we can go on a double date and he'll give us free tickets if you can get Aria to go on a date with him. And I feel like that's the wrong way to get a date. But like, Hannah's like, bet, I can do that. <laughs> Which, if she likes the band, 100%, I'm a, yeah, I like, can do that. Go for it. Um, but she she says, I'll talk to Aria, but I have to go to yearbook. Okay. Um, and Sean's like, oh my god, are you hanging out with Lucas? And he calls Lucas meta geek, which like, yes. I don't, like, it wasn't mega geek, it was meta geek. Yeah. Which, okay. That was never a cool insult. So like, I just don't know <laughs> where that came from. And he also says that Lucas has cooties because Sean is a golden retriever in a 16 year old's body. And Jenna, not Jenna, and Hannah called him a goober. Right. Because he's acting like a goober. And I loved it. I like goober energy. Yeah. Like, 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 goober when it, energy. BGE. Yes. That's all I want out of life is BGE. He is the biggest, fattest, juiciest goober. <laughs> Shout out to Chappelle. <laughs> Ah, that's funny. Uh, people I, I, who I, I, don't know Chappelle, you're missing out. Um, truly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think he's like catching uh, what um, Lucas is putting down. He's like, you know what? I don't like what you're putting down, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, but at this point, like, he should just talk to Lucas and be like, listen, if you have a crush on my girlfriend, that's fine. But like, she's my girlfriend. Like, at that point, like, stop being passive aggressive to Hannah about it. Well, it seems like him and Lucas don't have a relationship. Right. But like, you could also be like, hey, I know you like my girlfriend. I also like my girlfriend. So like, tone it down. But like, what what, what is what is that energy though? I think that's that's a worse look being like, yo, you can't like, you know, talk to my girlfriend or something like that. Not you can't talk to her, but like, I just want to have a conversation and make sure you understand that like, I know you like her. And I, like, I just want to know like, what your intentions are i just want them to break up you know what i mean it, also true I, like, i've been tuned down for a long time worth it to be like what are your intentions with my girlfriend slash talking to hannah and being like what are your intentions with him mm -hmm. but he's sean so he's just gonna make jokes about it and be a goober 
which I love. I, yeah. I, as a fan of both Sean and Anna, um, get out of this relationship. <laughs> yeah. So then we move on to Maya and Emily, and they're talking, and Emily's like, you know what would be fun? Do you want to be Maya in this situation? Oh, no. Because <laughs> I, I won't take it seriously. <laughs> it would be fun if you were. <laughs> God, you want me to role play both sides of this like, conversation? Pause, Jay. I straight up just said bowling. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, from the top, make it drop. <laughs> oh my God, Maya! You know it would be so much fun. Jay, it's your turn. Oh, you're talking to me. I thought we agreed you were doing this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it would be fun if we like had dinner and went somewhere mm-hmm. and hung out. Oh, I feel like there's like a word for something when you like go to a movie with someone and then go eat dinner with them and just hang out just the two of you. What's that word again? I don't know. What is that word? I, I think it's called a date. Are you asking me out on a date? Oh my god, I think I am. <laughs> so, am I asking me on a date? <laughs> But then she was like, wait, but wait, pause, are you? <laughs> she was like, right, I, and then I she's need- like, is this an actual date? And like Emily's like, yeah, I think, you know, we can go to a movie and it can be low key and it would be nice. Um, and then Maya is just super excited and gets up and has to go to class. And Emily gets a phone call from her mom. And Emily is probably having the best day that she's had in a while. Yes. Because she gets news from her mom that her father's unit in Afghanistan is returning to the United States, which means that her dad is coming home, which is really exciting. So, so like on a unrelated note, I feel like in like I am here for. Uh, I love lesbian rep- representation, especially back in that time. I, I I feel like her being in a relationship with um Emily is like holding her back from what I first fell in love with Maya about with. Yeah, Maya does feel a lot different in this conversation. And also later, she just feels like a yeah. different character. Yeah. Like, where's smoke some weed with me, Emily? <laughs> I like that. And I like that, Maya. That was my Maya. <laughs> right. Like, she was like a chill house party girl. And now she's like, oh my God, I need to fit in at Rosewood. Yes, yes, yes. And 100%. she's trying to be something she's not. And I liked house party Maya. Like, I like Maya, who was like, I don't care what other people think. Right, and I think, like, she's blinded by the fact that, like, she's getting what she wants mm-hmm. by acting a little differently. And even, like, last episode, she was like, I'm not going to put up with your shit if, like, you're not ready for me. But this episode, you're right, she felt completely different. Yeah, and I'm also say this, um, this episode, it feels like, uh, I I feel like Emily's trying, but I don't think she's only yet. Yeah. But I could yeah. be wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong about many stuff. <laughs> um, so then we go back to Hannah, who meets up with Lucas for the yearbook. And Lucas is taking pictures or has taken pictures of people's lockers. Which I found so weird. For the yearbook. Like he's not just like taking pictures of random people's lockers for fun. And I still found it weird. <laughs> yeah, like I don't remember anything like that in my high school yearbook and I even called my mom and asked her to like look at my yearbook mm-hmm. and she was like there's nothing like that in there and the thing is at my high school 
we didn't decorate our lockers. People, you put your textbook, you put your lunch in your locker. You spent as little time as at your lockers as you needed to. And you hung out in like the hallways or like the cafeteria or like the grassy area outside. But like, you didn't hang out outside. Like you didn't hang out by your lockers and like do your makeup in the mirror that you put in your locker. This feels like a very TV thing. I think it's a very TV thing. Like we hung out by lockers, but like it, lockers weren't open. We were just standing there because that's where we stood. Right, right, yeah. Like we didn't. <laughs> like I feel like hanging out at your locker, like that to me, that's hanging out in the hallway. Yeah. Because the lockers were not part of the hanging out. Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> hanging out at your lockers is like, oh my god, we're putting on lip gloss and we're gossiping and we're like making our lockers into their own little bodegas. Although I did have a friend who made a lock her locker into a bodega, and she was she had like a, snacks of every kind. Correct. I feel like those are the only people that like do it. <laughs> like it wasn't photogenic. It was like I'm trying to make a quick buck. <laughs> oh, it wasn't even to sell stuff. My friend was just like, "Listen, if you need a snack, I got you." Ooh, I wish I had a friend like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had like a chronically ill squad, so like mm. people who, who like needed snacks for blood sugar or like whatever yeah so we just had we had medical supplies not like needles but we had like like band-aids and aloe vera and like but like it wasn't like if someone came to take a picture they'd be like what a mess 100 and uh hannah actually has a decent idea what's a decent mm. well i think it's decent <laughs> your book engaging because the only reason that people really care about yearbooks is to like look back 20 years and be like, oh my God, look what my friends wrote. Look how weird we looked. Um, but she decides to, or she suggests that they should put pictures of the lockers without names directly by them and make it into a guessing game. So when people like first see the yearbook, we can be like, oh, whose locker is that? And guess it. And then at the bottom of the page or whatever, there'll be like a little guide, which I think is cute. It's cute, not hot. I mean, like, I think it's, like, a better idea than, like, like, like so it gives just taking a picture of people's locker like, and pictures like, of lockers. Yeah, 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 that's valid. Like, be if like, you have to use the pictures of lockers, this is a good way to use it. It'd be like, who personality fits this locker? Right. Yeah, I get that. Um, and then uh, she comments on how Lucas has a really expensive camera, and he's like, yeah, I sold old stuff and he means action figures online to buy it he's like you could sell some of your old stuff uh online and she's like no i couldn't he's like i'll help you what did you think when you heard the suggestion aj please be honest um to sell stuff online mm -hmm. oh i thought ebay i i had an innocent mind oh we are very different people my mom was very innocent what was what was i thought if this show was made in 2022 and this was Euphoria High. Huh. They would not be selling old stuff. Well, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yes. In Euphoria, this is not it. That, that ain't it, fam. And it just I reminded me of what teenagers were watching in 2010 versus what teenagers are watching now. Well, I, um, I, I don't know where I heard this. I heard someone was like, um, Euphoria is a show about teenagers made for adults it is but like i teach and i feel like this is a show like euphoria yes correct but i feel like this is a show 
made about teenagers for teenagers. Right. But I feel like this show, I don't know how appealing it would be for teenagers these days. These days? Like well, you, let's see. If you took it word for word, if you just showed this show to a mm-hmm. bunch of 14-year-olds, I don't know how interested they are. Great question. I have no clue. Do like, we need to find not a modernizing anything. And so I think that... Yo, like, if you're listening to this podcast and you have like a 14-year-old in your life, um, let's do the rewatch together. <laughs> it, and it, it, also email have us conversations what they think. about consent and age appropriateness. And, and email everything you say to Jay and they will read. Yeah. Two secrets pod at gmail.com. I'm, I'm happy we got that plug in mid podcast. What's next? <laughs> um, yeah. So also like the fact that like it's nerdy to sell stuff online just felt really weird to me because like everyone sells things online now. I, I can say I've never sold anything online. It just felt weird that like at any time it was considered weird when like well i think it might have been weird to be like tech savvy at one point in time sure but even in 2010 i feel like craigslist was around ah anyway i don't know uh if you were around in 2010 and selling things online email us at two secrets pod at gmail.com yeah uh so (laughs) then we moved to spencer who is at home writing her speech for Allison's memorial. Um, and she's looking at Allison's name bracelet, you know, I think trying to get some inspiration and we get her flashback to the lake. Um, and Jenna is having a barbecue um, and she is with some friends. And this is where we see her striking eyes when she takes off her sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And Allison <laughs> says that um weirdo jenna is with her d-list friends which makes me think that Mm -hmm. when i hear that comment having been in high school and assumed i was a girl at the time uh yes it gave me the impression of rival queen bees because like, I'm not gonna lie, the people that Jenna was hanging um around with, I'll be like, this ain't your typical like um bull like loser gang. Right. They seemed more like the jockey kids, like jocks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas Allie's gang is like the preppy girls. Whereas maybe Jenna hung out with the sporty kids. Is the I impression I got just looking at them. But I did get the impression that Allie felt a little threatened by Jenna and that's mm-hmm. why she made those comments and was like, Jenna's like hanging out with D-listers. Because but, like, uh, it, it mm. just very much rubbed me the wrong way in terms of like, Allie feels threatened by Jenna somehow. Yes. And I think maybe Swissard did it as well. Yeah. And so- But, uh, but Emily, I think, oh, could, could, could you- could you tell me if there's any credence? Like her eyes aren't that like green, like in re- no, it's hundred percent the filter. No, I meant like in her flashback. She's this is like how she's viewing um Jen- Jenna as more of a devious person because I think when you think of green eyes, you think Ooh. of like mischief, this or mythological creatures. Ooh, I kind of like that. You like that? I like that theory. Yay! <laughs> 
even if that's not true, I like reading into that because she definitely sees Jenna that way now. So yeah. maybe she didn't even like notice how green her eyes were then, but especially now that Jenna's blind in a flashback, emphasizing, I like that. Okay, oh, I did a thing. <laughs> I like that a lot. Again, a few and far between, so I take one, I can get it. <laughs> Listen, I know that like Aria, you like to read, but you skipped a lot of English classes. Just kidding. I was talking to um, a coworker, right? <laughs> and she was like, oh yeah, I had like a 700 page book and I read it in like 12 hours. I was like, golly gee, it took me a month to read a 200 page book. <laughs> Listen, we all enjoy literature at our own pace. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is you can read, which is better than half the US population. I appreciate that. <laughs> it got quiet there hardest. for a second. I was a little worried. Because uh, uh, there's there's a joke um, at my job that I'm illiterate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, I made that joke to my boss today too. So <laughs> I also ended our meeting today with a peace sign. So. Ooh, I love that energy. <laughs> I did not mean to. I meant to wave, like do the little zoom, like see ya. But then I held up two fingers and went, nice. Peace. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, and then I messaged all my friends on Discord about it, and I was like, uh, please smirk me. <laughs> please smirk you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Allison uh, also mocks Toby, and Spencer is like, you always make fun of other people. Um, but then, you know, uh, so she gets a little softer, and she's like, we'll be friends until we're old. Which is, again, a weird thing to say. But I guess they were talking about death anyway. Have you ever had friends where you're just like, yeah, friends forever. Have you ever had that? I have, but I'm not friends with them anymore. Because I feel like I've never had that. And I feel like I've been more accurate. (laughs) Yes. We're going to be friends till we grow old. And once we're old, we're going to be bitter enemies. Jay, I cannot make that promise. I, I'm promising you right now. I feel like I'm going to mess up somehow. <laughs> AJ? What's up? We will work through it until we're old, and then we'll take it all out on each other. <laughs> Jay's like, and then it's going to be a bloodbath. Then it's going to be <laughs> Medea homecoming. Good Lord. Not that. <laughs> gonna, I'm going to start dating your mom. It's going to be great. Spoilers oh, for Medea what? homecoming. It's going to be a trip. It's not going to be okay. <laughs> it's not going to be okay. Um, yeah, so the flashback ends. Yeah. And Spencer gets a text from A. What did A say? A says, do it right. I'll be watching. Just like that was, Sawyer. That was like the only A message, correct? It was the only A message. Bet. So do it right. I'll be watching. Just like Tom Sawyer. Okay. What's, what did this what's mean that to scene? you when you first watched? What's in that scene? <laughs> um, it meant to me that um A would be at the funeral or at least watching a version of the funeral or memorial. Okay. Yeah. That so is exactly what that meant. So, yes. do you know anything about Tom Sawyer and Tom Sawyer's funeral? I know about Tom Sawyer. What do you he know tri- about Tom Sawyer? He tricked the guy into painting a fence for him. Okay, so in in Tom Sawyer's book, <laughs> um, in chapter two, Tom Sawyer is a little trickster, and he tricks someone else into whitewashing the fence for him. Um, and then we're going to flash forward. He goes mm-hmm. on some adventures, and he runs away because he hates 
living he hates living in a world where he knows he's gonna have to grow up and he doesn't get to do what he wants to do it's peter pan syndrome um, Ooh, we don't trust peter pan also fair but he <laughs> he wants to have adventures before he grows old and he doesn't even want to grow old and he hates how everyone in his hometown just you know works all day and then goes home and then lives a boring life honestly that sounds like a sweet life to me just so, go work go, go home rest no worries that's good life yeah so in chapter 14 <laughs> chapters 14 through 17 um uh tom sawyer and huckleberry finn uh and joe another friend joe uh run away i've heard that and they there's a storm and they take uh refuge uh in like in this uh under like this big tree and then they go back to their camp and everything's been destroyed um and then um you know everyone thinks that they're dead and they died in the storm oh and a girl that tom liked feels really Mm -hmm. bad about about how she treated tom and she's like i could have been like i could have been so much nicer to him um Mm -hmm. and they're all regretting it and they throw tom and joe a funeral um, and the minister gives a very flattering sermon about the boys and how full of life they were, and mm-hmm. they were good people, even though they had so much, so much mischievous, they had good hearts. Um, and everyone's crying and mourning, and uh, at that very moment, uh, Tom <laughs> and the other boys yes. Yes. enter the church <laughs> and go to their own funeral. It's crazy. And Joe Harper's family and uh, Tom's family hug the, hug the boys and Huckleberry Finn is standing alone. Uh, and Tom mentions, it ain't fair. Someone's got to be glad to see Huck. And his aunt hugs Huckleberry Finn more, which hugs him and says like that. And Tom is embarrassed by it. Is um, Huckleberry Finn black? Yeah. Hmm. Correct. <laughs> Um, so in Tom Sawyer, the book, Tom is like melodramatic and he has a whole bunch of self-pity and he's like, and he wishes that he was dead so that all the people who gave him trouble for being a troublemaker would be miserable and sorry for treating him like he is a member of society. And so he runs away and realizes that his fantasy is to die temporarily and to see that other people care about him. That this sounds like some Kevin McAllister mess. <laughs> it's so like <laughs> you're talking about this before, but like yeah. it very much reminds me of like teenagers doing things for attention, mm-hmm. and then being like, "Surprise, shorty!" <laughs> <laughs> like but I was just I doing would, it for attention. I will say, if if I didn't really die, but there was like a service help for me, and I just showed up, my family would be very mad at me. <laughs> Correct. So does <laughs> see this message from A in a different light? No, because I think A thinks they're a good person. And I don't think Alistair was a good person. So. Pause. By the her, one action that Allison did to Jenna, I say Allison is not a good person. <laughs> no, 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 that's fair. Yes. But like. Well, because it was like. So there's uh, two ways that I see this could be read. 
because I was like, oh, uh, he was like, oh, be grateful for what you have now because um, you won't realize how much you're going to miss it when it's gone. Because um, he was really like, even though he was mischievous, he was good at heart and we enjoyed having him around. Now he's gone. And I think Alice could be like, yeah, you're going to miss me now that I'm gone. Also, I don't care what you thought about me then. I was a good person at the end of the day. And I was like, mm. or, or had I read the book, I know 100% I was that. <gasps> Um, I was just going to walk through those doors. I did. <laughs> see, so here's the thing. So there's two ways that I can see this happening. One mm-hmm. is A is saying, I'll be watching just like Tom Sawyer. I want to make sure that you say accurate things about Allie. Mm-hmm. Or is Allie A, is Allie watching her own funeral and memorial, making sure they talk about her the way she would want to be remembered? Mm. And is she not dead? Which you've already thought before. No, I am just um, making sure that um, Hannah's point of view is um, also out there. <laughs> right, but like for a little bit, you were like, you considered it. Because I, I have learned through history, to, not through history, through television, if you do not see the body, it's not confirmed. <laughs> also perhaps history. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of people I haven't seen the bodies of. They could be alive. I don't know. Possibly. Listen, there were like, uh, I should, okay. There were like four times that TMZ reported that Rudy Bosch died. What? Before he actually died. And I believed it every single time. So in that case, the seeing the body was seeing a tweet from the family. But like, Mm. (laughs) there were like four times where they were like, Rudy Bosch from Survivor Borneo has died. And I believed it. That's a mean, that's a mean thing to pull. Well, like, he had like many close to death scares. He was ill for a very long time. I get it, but like, don't don't confirm unless that's like. Well, they thought he. Yeah. Anyway. I. I so did mm. now that you know this about Tom Sawyer, this yes. whole Tom Sawyer thing, does it give yes. you a little bit more to chew on? Not really. <laughs> Man, I thought I had this revelation. I was like, I'm gonna blow AJ's mind. <laughs> Allie like, might be alive, and he's like, "No, she's nah, Alice, dead. She's dead. She's dead. dead." Like honestly, she she's never been more dead in my mind. <laughs> this is confirmation. This text itself is confirmation. She is dead. She, she has kicked she, the bucket. She is cold in the ground, eaten by worms. Like, like honestly, <laughs> I don't know where she is or what she's doing, but let me tell you what: she's not walking this earth. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> So AJ's done with my theories. He's like, your literary background means nothing to me. <laughs> Listen, I take stuff as face value and you're trying to imply stuff. And I'm like, I'm tired of the implications. Listen, you were the one that was bringing up metaphors earlier. So I was just trying to. And I was very proud of myself, comma, but. <laughs> and so you're proud of yourself, but you're putting me down. I get it. Yes. Well, here's the thing, right? Your metaphor is about Tom Sawyer, which I respect fullheartedly. Wait, should I respect Tom Sawyer? As a person or a book? Yes, as a person. As a person? I don't know. That's up to you. Well, oh, you haven't okay. read the book, so it's not up to you. <laughs> I, I, all I know is uh, what you told me. <laughs> and I feel like you're a reliable source. That is a high honor that few have bestowed upon me. <laughs> um, I trust you. Well, again, 
you have yes. bestowed that honor upon me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, A will be watching just like Tom Sawyer. AJ says A is not for Allie. <laughs> At least not that Allie. Not that Allie. So we're going to skip on ahead uh, where Hannah talks to Arya and she's like, no one wants wait, to ask wait, you out. Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah, go ahead. You just did. How did Allison die? Uh, blunt force trauma. Okay, bet. So Hannah goes to Arya and she's like, dude, no one wants to ask you out. And I know that you're like fantasizing about the fjords of Iceland, but can you please focus on like, you know, Noel was your middle school crush and now he wants to ask you out. That's really exciting. And that Iceland boy, who cares about him? And the answer is I do. Um, well, pause. I know who the Iceland boy is, and I do not care about him. No, but I'm. I <laughs> but if you're a boy in Iceland, I want you to know that I care about you. You are valuable and worth it. Also, if you're not a boy and you're still in Iceland, I still care about you. You are still valuable. Where's our Icelandic folks at? I don't think we spoke to them in a minute. We love you. We love you. <laughs> we see you. We celebrate you. Now buy us tickets. <laughs> I didn't say that, but if someone would like to get them to us, secretspod at gmail.com. Jay, yes um, or no? Are, wait, wait. Will we get Icelandic tickets with soda puppets? That is a wonderful question, AJ. That's a wonderful I, I, question. I want to bet before we leave the year 2025, we will have them. And I think someone else will purchase it. I'm putting it out there. Okay, Felipe, so make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Felipe, buy us tickets to Iceland. <laughs> research. We need to know about the Iceland butter. <laughs> I need that butter. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. <laughs> you know, sometimes I wonder if someone snuck alcohol into my, my, my uh, body without me knowing because I've had none, but I feel like i'm having a great time and if that's true um someone go hit me some because i need some alcohol in my body but we're not going to talk but about you that. seem to be having a great time too oh listen i don't need yeah i am having fun I, I always have fun talking to you um so anyway like i don't need alcohol to have fun with you some people i need to have alcohol with to have fun with AJ. same <laughs> same to you um <laughs> so i know we just left flashback world but aria's gonna flashback again uh to again the lake uh, and Allie makes a comment about Noel and a girl named Prudence. And, Prudence! Uh, you know, shout out to Prudence. She got a boob job and she looks great and she knows it and she's living her best life. Honestly, Jay, if we gave out MVPs for each episode, Prudence will definitely get it for me. You know, we could start. No, pause, pause. No, I, I got to give it to Jason. <laughs> All right. Jason well, we could, we could start with MVPs. I, I think Prudence will get an honorable mention for me. <laughs> you know, we're going to... Uh, we're going to do MVPs and we're gonna do episode <laughs> rankings. We'll do the episode rankings at the end of the season, but we're going to start with MVPs now. Jay, I cannot tell you what happened each episode. <laughs> oh, well, it'll be an extra episode. Don't worry. End of the season, we're going to do a season re- a season recap podcast. We'll go through all of, all of them and everything. I got it all planned. Um, so That's why you're the boss. That's why your name comes first. <laughs> uh, also, Jay and AJ. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm never saying that again. So yeah, Allie is being Jay, mean you're about such a getting a boob job, and like 
Prudence does not care. She's flirting with Noel, um, having a great time. And uh, Arya is looking at Noel. She looks a little jealous and Allie picks up on that. And she's like, would you also get a boob job to be with Noel? And Arya's like, what? No, because that wasn't what she was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, Stop identifying people's bodies. Right. And then uh, <laughs> she decides to tease Arya a little bit more. And says that Arya likes brainy guys. Cute, rich, and brainy guys. But Noel is a little too immature for for Allie. So he's perfect for Arya. And and you know who I think was mature enough for Allie. (laughs) Who? My number one one suspect of who murdered her. Mr. Detective. Wilden. I don't like that the show is willing to do that, but I feel like this is the type of show where you can see how much I will get with an adult because we already seen it. I was going to say because we see it almost every episode, except this episode we saw them break up at least. Um, So I have two questions for you. I got two answers for you. One. Yes. FMK. So get with Mary Kill. Brainy, ah. rich, and cute. Uh, so we're killing cute. Okay. Uh, we're killing brainy. Okay. <laughs> you don't like you choose one per category. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm changing. I'm switching it up. <laughs> we're killing brainy. Okay. And uh, says, you don't need to be smart. We're effing cute and we're marrying money. Yes, we're effing cute. And yes, marry rich. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, I've been said I will happily be um, a trophy husband. Same here. <laughs> um, and then my second question is: Yes, is Ezra brainy? Ezra? Yeah. To Arya, yes. Is Ezra cute? To Arya, yes. And is Ezra rich? To Arya, no. <laughs> well, two out of three ain't bad in Arya's mind, I guess. It pause. Here's the thing. The correct answer is the opposite for everyone else. <laughs> well, he's not rich. I saw where he was living. <laughs> he has a studio apartment, but it's a nice studio. It's nice. So maybe he's living <laughs> a little better than us, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the end of our flashback. Yeah. And then we go back to Hannah working on yearbook. And she's going into the dark room to check on the pictures. Wait, I like how you didn't do the FMK. I agreed with you. Oh, bet. Okay. Oh, thing, thing. Yeah. I Ooh, said, okay. yes, we're effing cute. <laughs> ah, ah. I thought you were talking about me and you, that we were cute. I mean, that's also true. Both can be <laughs> true. <laughs> I meant it both ways. Ah, bet. Okay. Listen, you don't have to be smart to be with me. You do have to be cute. And part of being cute is being kind. You see, you see why I killed the brains, right? <laughs> like, because I, ob- I know. No, I was saying because obviously with what I just did, I have none. <laughs> and also, like, you don't know how to read, so <laughs> get to wherever we're going. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Hannah's just trying to get your book stuff done, uh, and who interrupts her? AJ. Lucas. No. Oh, dang. Oh, Detective Wilden! <laughs> AJ said, I did not watch this show. 
It is Mr. Officer Detective Wilden. Probably getting it wrong. <laughs> um, and essentially he's like, Toby's still missing. And the Hannah's like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Thanks for the update. <laughs> and he's like, well, your friend Emily hang, hangs out with him a lot. And she's like, do I look like Emily? Thanks for like, the literally update. Literally a quote is, do I look like Emily? And, and that's a great question. The answer is no, for many reasons. Yes. Um, and uh, he and Officer Wilden shares that, I don't know why I'm calling Officer all of a sudden. Detective Wilden shares that um, he is trying to work harder on Allison's murder investigation because Jason has put extra pressure on the Rosewood Police Force to solve the case. As he should. And uh, that Hannah should tread carefully and be helpful because it could look bad for her mom if things were to come out about the police force, AKA Detective Wilden. Will things look bad on her mom or look bad on the man that's like, you know, investigating this crime? This is pre Me Too. So who knows? Also, Hmm. people are shitty. I'm I'm just saying. I mean, I, I would think poorly of the cop, but that doesn't mean everyone would. I'm saying, would he still have a job if he's actively? Um, yeah, because with cops never get fired; they just get reassigned. He's a detective. He works for the police. He's part of the police union. He does something different. He's he the one is. walking around in towel. Well, Hannah brings it up. She's like. <laughs> she's like so just to be clear, you do want me to tell Jason that used to hang around half naked in my in my house, or you don't want me to tell Jason? Just to clarify. I feel like Jason will get him fired. Jason would, but like <laughs> the police force would not be like, oh, let's fire this man for doing the wrong thing. They'd just reassign uh, him. Honestly, it's no very difficult fear- for people who work for the police who are part of the police union, which every policeman is. To get fired honestly no one puts the fear of god in me but i think jason could right that's what i'm saying like if there was like a <laughs> lawsuit or something from jason and the dealer rentis family like then maybe mm. <laughs> um so then we go to the library and have a very fascinating conversation at the library oh at the library oh at the <laughs> library so spencer decides to corner jenna because the girls pressured her to check out and see what Jenna is going to say in her mm-hmm. speech at the memorial. And uh, Jenna mentions that when she was talking to Jason, she had the strangest sensation that Allie was in the room with them. No. To which I say, AJ, see yeah. my Tom Sawyer theory. Uh, Jay, your theory has no water. It holds no water. Neither did you see the show. Theory. Wait, which theory is mine? Hell holds no water. Detective Wilden. Is the murder? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just fuck. saying things. That's what a podcast is. <laughs> and so you are trying to bring ghosts into a TV show, and I'm like, I'm not having it. Listen, I didn't bring ghosts in. 
Allie did, and that's in another flashback. So hold on. <laughs> um, so Jenna, what are you gonna say at the at the memorial? She's gonna speak from the heart, which she says kind of snidely. You have to admit that. Well, homegirl's like coming at her, like what type of way? I, I won't be happy. She like kind of sarcastically is like, I'm gonna speak from the heart. Like, I, like you don't even know who who is you. Like, like truly, tell me who you are. Like, do you have any relevance, any importance? No, go away. I don't play that. And Spencer <laughs> says, uh, and Jenna don't play it either. And, and, and Jenna are camping. Yeah, play. and Spencer's like, <laughs> listen, we loved Allie, and this is a memorial for our dead friend, and we yeah. cared a lot about her. Yeah. And Jenna says, that's nice. Well, I know that you may have loved Allison, but she was done with you. She was done with you because Allie visited Jenna in the hospital and uh, she told she told Jenna that she was done with Spencer and possibly the other girls because it didn't say because the you was kind of vague. It was like, is she talking about Spencer or all the girls? I think it's implied to be Spencer, but like I want to keep it open that it could be talking about the other girls too. Mm-hmm. Um. I think Jenna is one of the best characters for the sole fact that she always know what chord to strike. <laughs> right. Well, it gets better because she says, because Jenna says, Allie said she was scared of you. Is that why one of you did what you did? Which is why I said we should keep it open to all the girls. Mm-hmm. So Jenna is implying that one of the girls killed or helped, killed Allie or made her disappear. And honestly, if I was to be scared of those girls, there's two of them I would not be scared of under any circumstance. Yeah. They they could not cover up a murder. <laughs> no. And like, honestly, not a single one of them. Maybe Hannah. But like, my favorite part of the scene is it goes from like, you could presume innocence in this conversation. Like, you could presume that maybe Spencer's a little worried and upset and thinks that Jenna might ruin it, but like she's trying to assume, maybe she's like just trying to give a warning, but it turns sinister so fast. Like it just goes from like tense to like straight up like fuck you and fuck your friends. Like honestly, Spencer don't have As it should. From Jenna? Jenna. F you and your friend? Oh, 100%. As it should. Like honestly, don't come at me any type of way. Like, I'm not, me and Jenna don't play that. Jenna will go different places than me, but, you know. (laughs) I think Spencer just had a terrible tact and approach. Like, she should have been like, oh, my gosh, I heard that you're going to be speaking at Jenna's, not Jenna, Allie's memorial and stuff like that. I don't think anything would have worked. I think um, attacking someone is the worst possible thing you can do. Sure. But I also think that, first of all, Jenna knows that, Spencer and the rest of the girls know about what was in the file. And and whose fault is that? Correct. <laughs> but like, just keep that in mind. So like, if Spencer came up and was fake, then I think it could, like, at least in this case, Spencer, like, just put all the cards on the table. I think it could, I think it could sow seeds of even more distrust and make things even more tense. To pretend that there wasn't any meanness or awkwardness between them. 
but here's my thing, right? I, and I, I, feel, I think that like the best way would just yeah. to not be like, oh my God, I hear you want to speak, but it would just be like, hey, listen, I know you want to speak at Ali's memorial. We're just trying to go through and see what everyone's saying so we can decide what order to put everyone in. Can you give me the gist of what you're going to say? Because they're not trying to be overly nice. You're also not being like, what are you going to say? Are you going to be mean? Like, you're just, matter of fact, you're trying to decide what order to put people in. There you go. I think that's a valid approach. Uh, I just don't think being fake about it would be any better. I do. I feel like if people are fake with me, they won't keep... Like I like I will throw back the energy that you give me. So if you give me one type of energy, I will give it back to you. Right. If you give me fake, I'll be like, fake. But I but I think like again, if if Spencer uh, came up to Jenna and was fake, and Jenna gives her fakeness back, she might not get a real answer. Ah ah okay okay. Like if Jenna's throwing that energy back, what does she get out of that except more fakeness? If she if but if um homegirl was being fake, do you think Jenna would be like um? Uh, Oh yeah, Allison was tired of you. I think she might have said it, but in a different way. I think she would be like, you know what I hate? I hate when people are fake with me. And uh turns out Allie hated that too. You were fake with Allie. You're being fake with me. I'm not giving you an answer. And I'll be like, you know what? You call it fake, I call it being kind. Goodbye. That's that's your demon. But I don't think that's Jenna. <laughs> I think that's you. Oh, yeah. Well, pause. I, I, I foreshadow myself onto Jenna. Right. And I think that's your problem. Dang. <laughs> that's, <laughs> add that to the list. <laughs> Talk to your therapist about it. Be like, listen, there's this blind bitch named Jenna on a TV show. <laughs> I see myself in her. <laughs> you shouldn't. Um, <laughs> because like I said, it's be- it's been made a little more clear that Jenna and Allie had some sort of tension and rivalry. And I think that doesn't come, I mean, it might come out of nowhere, but I also think like Jenna feels like the kind of person where if anyone could give it back to Allie, Jenna could give it back to Allie. Like, like I like I I think um Allie might have viewed it as a rivalry. I think Jenna just viewed it as like, I don't take your crap. Right. But like either way, like Jenna wasn't taking her crap. You know and, what I mean? And, and listen, people, stop taking folks' crap. You don't need to take that. Yeah. So then we move on to Lucas helping Hannah. And Hannah Lucas. has another flashback. Another one. <laughs> the last one of the episode. I'm so tired. Okay. Well, I do have a question after this one. Okay. So Lucas, uh, his motorboat gets stuck. And this isn't a euphemism. He has like a little toy boat. And he's playing with it in the lake. Uh, and it gets stuck on the shore and Allie makes some jokes calling him Hermie for hermaphrodite, which is not a term we use anymore. And says like, are you filming us? Are you like trying to make a porno basically? Hmm. Uh, and Hannah's like, hey, don't do that. And Allie says, uh, don't look back. You'll see that you'll see people gaining on you basically. So, so Allie is like, Listen, I brought you into this world. I can take you out of this world in terms of like popularity. Like you're still fat. So like, be careful. I feel like she should have targeted Mona, um, Allie. Like if she had to choose someone, she should have chose Mona 
and not Hannah. Yeah. And, and, and this comes for someone who likes Mona, but you know, you got the wrong one. I f- I f- yeah. But uh, question. Um, c- could you tell me what this day was? Like, what were they all doing there and why was he there? Like, justify so I can understand why Lucas is also there because Lucas don't seem like that person to just go to a lake. So I see it as like they're at this lake and it's a summer day and it's just what the teenagers do. But Lucas don't seem like the type to go hang out with the teenagers on a summer day. Right, but I feel like he seems like the kind of person who like builds model boats and like races them. Yes, but I feel like he's also like, there's a lot of people at the lake. I'll do this tomorrow. Yeah, but maybe he just, one day he was there and everyone else showed up. Ah, he was there first. Mm. Yeah, sure. I don't mm. know. I'm, it's a podcast. We're saying things. Um, listen, I, <laughs> listen, I don't care about that there. And I know that's bad podcasting, but like, you know what? That it. <laughs> that it but. <laughs> Adrian has questions. They're not the relevant questions, but he has them. Like, honestly, Jay, I have like 50 questions in my notes and like none of them pertains to anything relevant. But like, I'm glad that you're asking them. Asking questions is important. Thank you. I, I was told, don't be curious. Just accept how life is. <laughs> no, always be curious. Yeah. I'm emulating my um, idol, George. Curious George. Oh, curious George. <laughs> you can read. Or did someone read those books to you? I watched this TV show. Okay. <laughs> all falling into place. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be mean to you. I can't read this. It doesn't feel nice. Listen, but if I this means period, like, I would call you. You would out. throw it back to me if, like, I, I know that you, like, just know that you can also tease me. Like, you're one of those two people where I'm like, yeah, AJ's got it. I felt if it was me, I'm like, wait, hold on, pause. Wait a minute. What'd you just say? <laughs> AJ, you ready to get serious? Oh, um, that's not my um. It's only for system. a quick second. Oh, for a quick second, I guess. All right. Mr. Arya's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I just no. I, listen. I know you don't remember his name. Dang, you know me so well. <laughs> Byron. This is. I was about to say Mike, but I was like, no, that's her brother. But you remembered. Yeah, I, I remember Asher. Oh God! So, <laughs> Mr. Arya's dad visits Miss Hannah's mom, and he's like, "I got the cash." Dang, you know me so well. <laughs> got the cash for I got the money for you I hope you don't mind that it's cash uh Hannah said that I could bring it over and Ashley's like what money why is Hannah talking to her friends about money why is she asking for cash and Byron Ari's dad says it's for the memorial and she's like oh right the memorial but, but like honestly, I was thinking the same thing. I was about to go off in my nose on Hannah. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It wouldn't so, be the first time Hannah opened her mouth and got herself in trouble. Yeah. So so I I understood where she was coming from, and I also calmed down when she calmed down. <laughs> but then, uh, but then uh, Byron sort of talks about he he mentions that like his head is sort of a little preoccupied lately, and Hannah's mom is like, yeah, I get it, like. I would, I would ask for deep, I would like ask you to tell me more, like if you want to share, but like, then you'd be, but then you might feel obligated to listen to my stories of my divorce. And he's like, Mm -hmm. we're not getting divorced. We don't know about that yet. And it's like, 
she didn't ask if you were getting divorced. <laughs> he just gets very defensive. And also, like, she's clearly looking for a friend. Like, she is alone in a big home with just her daughter. And she just wants a friend. Like, she's not even trying to make a move. She's genuinely like, listen, if you want to talk about things, we can talk. And, like, I've had marital problems. You're having marital problems. That's something we could be friends about. I want her to have friends. And I feel like, um, in my personal view, I think Byron's not a bad person. Me either. I think he's just a dumb man. Yeah. I do think that Arya's mom and Hannah's mom would be better friends. Um, I don't think so. I don't think um, I don't think what's her name? Um, Hannah's mom would like Ella. Give him I think a she would tolerate wine. They'll be fine. I think she. I think she would tolerate Ella, but I don't think she would actively like Ella. Okay, but what if they bond over their daughters being like dipshits? Well. Ella got a valid point. Um, Hannah's mom got to get with the program. Okay, <laughs> Hannah's given her mom a lot of trouble. Yes, but she's also selling her stuff so that way they can have food. She doesn't know that yet. Yeah, but Hannah's a good person. Also, you like spoil spoiler. Oh, I'm sorry for 20 minutes down the road. <laughs> All right, let's go back to school. We're going to the memorial. Or we're going to talk about the memorial. Okay. Uh, not we're not at the memorial yet. But uh, Spencer and Emily are talking with Jason about the memorial. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jason's like, hold on, I'm going to, I see the detectives. They're going through a locker. And uh, em- Emily's like, that's Toby's locker. Yeah. Um, so Jason goes over to accuse him of having zero leads in the investigation. He's like, you have nothing. And uh, Detective Bolden re- reveals some things. Just voluntarily. Like, just volunteers it. Like, like knowing darn well, you're not supposed to. And he even we'll pause. Says, he might not know. <laughs> no, no, no. Because he says in this conversation, you know, you think we have zero leads, but sometimes cops keep things private because we don't want to ruin an investigation. I think he's trying to look big and bad. Like, but he says that. And I think he's, I think Jason intimidates him and he don't like it. <laughs> right. But he gives in so easily. And he really does. He crumbles like a piece of paper. <laughs> and, and what does he, do you remember what he tells uh, Jason? Um, he tells Jason that um Toby called um Allie the night she was murdered, and she answered. What did Allie have to tell tell Co- Toby Cavanaugh? What did Toby have to tell Allie? That's Austin a great. <laughs> Honestly, Allie just ruined Toby Cavanaugh's life. Do you think? Uh, so here's a theory. This is dark. Oh, I'm st- I'm, I'm nervous. I'm laughing the whole time I'm thinking about it. Toby calls Allie, and he's like you know what? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You ruined my life. Yes. You blackmailed me. Yes. And Allie feels so bad she killed herself. I did think it was suicide at one point in time. That's why I asked you how she died. <laughs> well, the autopsy said blunt force trauma. Yeah, I didn't remember that. <laughs> and that's from episode one. See, I see. there was a or lot the of like, talk about... Two. There was a lot of talk in the flashback about being immortal and stuff like that. And no, totally. And stuff. Which is why so I, was like, I was trying to give the whole, maybe Allie is a thing and you just shut that down. <laughs> um, <laughs> or maybe, maybe to go with your Detective Wilden story, maybe this whole Toby called Allie said like story and like, and now she killed herself. Maybe that's Detective Wilden with the story he's going to end up pushing. 
Because he did say, and I quote, Toby Cavanaugh called her or someone using his phone. So he left that door open. Yeah, and I think, like, that's a slip-up if you're a murderer. And I think he's not a smart murderer. I don't think he, yeah. (laughs) I don't either. I I think, um, who's a smart man? Jason. I think Jason's a smart man. I reserve judgment. Listen, if who am I if I'm not to like blindly fall in love with someone and then be very disappointed? <laughs> you do say love is blind. Like um, honestly, I, I feel like I'm batting like zero. <laughs> like who have I been right about? Yeah. Like Hannah. like even Mona, I was wrong about. You've been right on Hannah. Yeah. Not true. You said Hannah would be the first to cave, and it was Emily. No, I said Emily would be the first to cave. No, you said Hannah. No, they said Hannah, and I was like, I disagree strongly. Whatever. <laughs> I'm wrong, okay? It happens every once in a while. <laughs> I lied. We have one more flashback. Okay. It's Emily's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Emily. Wrap it up. I want to get to your kissing scene. Another so, spoiler for 20 minutes down the road. <laughs> uh, she's getting ready for a date with Maya at the movies and she remembers how Allison commented on Noel taking Prudence to the kissing rock. Ooh, the kissing rock. And uh I don't do you want to reenact the scene? No. Okay. Because well, I got I'll... you got this. Okay. So Allie says, you know Emily People have been taking each other to kiss at the kissing rock for hundreds of years. And she's like leaning in and like making like coy eyes. And Emily's like, you just made that up. (laughs) And so what? (laughs) Allie says, yeah, just because I made it up doesn't mean it's not true. (laughs) And I love that energy. I love that energy so much. And I think that's like who Allie is. She will say something and then make it true. You just gotta say it with confidence. Like, I think Ali was a big right? fan of that. She did that with Toby. She was like, "You blinded your sister," and then she made it true. Yes. In the eyes of everyone else. Like honestly, if there's anything that Allison can do well, is spin. <laughs> yeah, and then she makes some weird ass comment where she's like, "You know, when you're at Kissing Rock." you can feel the ghosts of all the couples who kissed there before you there. And they and it makes you want to kiss somebody. So that's why you kiss people at Kissing Rock. And you shouldn't ever disappoint a ghost. And I disagree so strongly. Like, I'll disappoint a ghost in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, so, like, Emily is, like, turned on by this conversation. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, and here's my theory. Allison did not like Emily. But Emily full heartedly liked Allison. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, bet. Okay. <laughs> like that. Like, like Allie liked attention. I don't think Allie liked any of them as friends, even. Allie likes attention. I think she might have tolerated Arya. No. I think so. I think I think if you had to ask Allison which one of the four is your favorite, she would have said Arya. Interesting. So, did you take anything by that ghost comment? Don't disappoint a ghost. 
Yes, that um, these white folks be doing it wrong. <laughs> like honestly, rule number one: don't f with the supernatural. <laughs> okay. Out. Okay. Go as far away. There's a rock haunted by ghosts that makes you do stuff. Go to another town. <laughs> okay. I can see a Halloween episode about that. <laughs> um, Listen, I just don't mess with ghosts. <laughs> AJ, who in the show could possibly be a ghost right now in current time? Uh, my. What? What do you mean? What, what do you mean what? <laughs> you think Maya's a ghost? I feel like she, if I had to think who's the number one candidate, I think it would be Maya. I was going to say Allison because she's dead. Oh. <laughs> what? Dang. Dang. I need to know more about your theory. <laughs> <laughs> and I said it with no hesitation too. Yeah, you were like, "Oh, I know this one." <laughs> Tell me more. Like you're telling me this a random girl just happened to pop up just moments before Alice's body happened to be found, and she happened to live inside of Allison's room. She's possessed. <laughs> and then all of Allie's stuff was like still there, and she just keeps it there. No, she gets rid of it. It takes her too long. Um, and then not only that, she just happens to be getting close to one of um Allison's groupies. Like, I like this version of Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> AJ, you should write the the new version. HBO, hit me up. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna go with Allie because she's dead. <laughs> I, I think that's also as valid if not more valid and I think in this flashback Emily's thinking about the time that Allie said that she doesn't want to disappoint Allie or the well, Allie that she remembers I feel like not enough people disappointed Allison while she was alive <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think you're right. <laughs> I'm on one, Jay. <laughs> AJ is a truth teller. <laughs> it's his truth, but he's telling it. <laughs> you might disagree, but you're wrong. <laughs> At least in my bubble. <laughs> like I said, it's your truth, but you're telling it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's the end of our flashback. I'm glad I'm doing this, Jay. <laughs> um. So we're going to go to Hannah's house because it's date night. It's double date God. night. And Arya is uncomfortable. <laughs> and she says she's... Ha- and and Hannah's like, dude... Wait, pause. Jay. And, and this is because of Sean, correct? Oh, I didn't think of it that... Okay, so it could, it could be because of Sean. It could be because she has a lot oh. of shit going on in her family life. And it oh. could be because she's still pining over Ezra. And it could be all those things, right? It's, it's, it's just a bad combination. <laughs> yeah, but she, she tells Hannah that it's because she has a lot going on at home. But, mm-hmm. like, all we see her think about in this episode is Ezra. Yes, 100%. Like, she's just a liar. It's fine. Um, but... I think it's, it's like, 
I feel like that's just one of the cover stories. I feel like each of the girls have one. Yeah. Their parents. Yeah. Like there's a course. cover story and then there's a real story. That's why they're pretty little liars, AJ. That's the whole premise of the show. And that's why we're um fat ugly truthers. Because <laughs> we see how ugly truthers. <laughs> we call how we see it. We are butts. <laughs> <laughs> uh so many bloopers um yeah but they're having pizza they're putting the pizza away noel's like don't put it in the fridge it'll be room temperature when we get back okay uh or you can put it in the fridge and maybe not have as many bacteria Mm, okay i'll probably be like okay i get it because um room temperature pizza hits differently but also so does cold pizza Right, but like, like I get it, but also just like, are you all coming back to Hannah's house to eat the pizza? Uh, I think just Noel. <laughs> I think Noel's the only person Noel. coming back to Hannah's house. Oh, <laughs> Noel. Okay. <laughs> I think Noel. Like the, the only whole, person. Like he's gonna come back to Hannah's house. He's gonna be like, listen. He was like, I ordered garlic knots. <laughs> So, by the way, they ordered crazy bread, and oh, crazy, crazy bread. they didn't bring the crazy bread, so he called and he was like, I ordered crazy bread. Totally get it. I've been there. I've done that. Yes. Um, and I've also tweeted at Domino's when they didn't deliver my pizza within four hours, and I ended up going and picking it up. It was cold, and they gave me the wrong order. Oh, my gosh. I Yeah. I did drive over. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got my money back. That's, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it, fam. Right. I was like, okay, like it's getting a little late. And then it became three and I called them. And the store would not answer. Um, anyway, the point is no one's coming back for that pizza. But he, yes. <laughs> when Sean and uh, and Hannah step away for a moment, Noel talks to Aria and he's like, listen, I know that you have a guy that you're interested in in Iceland, um, but give me a chance i might not be him but like i'm here and i like you you don't have to give me a chance but i'd love it if you did Mm. and she seems to reluctantly kind of be like yeah i guess i can get over ezra a little bit enough to enjoy tonight enough to enjoy the night and that's it Mm -hmm. um i I, I like how he how he did it he was like basically like listen I like you. I want to get to know you, but I'm not about to wait for you <laughs> if this is not going to happen. Right. He's like, I'm not going to pressure you, but like, if if you want to give me a chance, like, I'm here for it. Yeah. Um. And ding dong, door ring, doorbell rings. Is it the crazy bread? No, sir. It's Lucas. Ah, uh, Lucas. And it's like, oh my god, you're dropping off stuff for yearbook. Wink, wink. And he's like, yeah, you want to take a look at, the, at it? And he hands her an envelope and it's full of 20s. It's money from the stuff that she sold online. Oh, that like, happened nice. quick. Oh, wow. That was fast. Well, she has some nice stuff. I know she has nice stuff. Well, she should have put it on an auction website. I think she could got more money. Well, I mean, like, she didn't put it on any website. Ah, uh, so Lucas so should be anyway. You know what, Valid? <laughs> You're not fair. Um, speaking of date night, Emily and Maya go to see a movie, an old-fashioned movie. Like, but but here's here's the greatest thing of all. 
especially the knock on a day this episode yeah <laughs> indeed my dislike for this character <laughs> she's too busy getting blamed i hate her so much <laughs> um so they go to see this old-fashioned movie but do they watch the movie not the whole thing you know why not the whole thing why tell me why jay because they be sucking face they are sucking faces. They are making out, necking, snogging, spilling popcorn all over the movie theater. You hear the popcorn spill for like 10 seconds straight. Like I watched the episode. And honestly, Twice. if you're watching a black or white movie, I think that is a valid reaction. But also like that went fast. Emily went from please God, nobody can see us kissing, a picture of us kissing at a party where we might have been drunk. Mm, to mm, let's make out in the movie theater. But pause, it's a movie theater, it's dark, it's small. Right, but like people, like Aria might be there, Ezra might be there. Like you don't know, well, she knows Aria won't be there. But like, you don't know who's going to be there. I feel I feel like she's she went from comf- Nobody can know I'm gay to like, guess. But I also, did know. you see the movie they were watching? It was not a movie that people her age would be watching at that point in time. Right, which makes it worse. Like, I feel like she feels like I'm okay with this because no one's going to see it. Right, but like, let's be real. Who's meaner about gay people? Young people? Or the adults? Yeah. Especially the old white people. Yeah. Oh, and they're two women of color too? Uh-uh. And, and in this scene, by the way, Maya's just like, she doesn't sound like Maya at all. No. She's like, oh my God, your dad's coming home. That's so incredible. And I get that, like, they're talking about the war in Afghanistan. They want to be delicate. But, like, she just sounds like every other teenage girl in this show, and it just feels weird. You, you know what this feels like? Oh, it feels like the energy where it's like when you make a character, but you don't have full faith in it. So you're like not going to put it all in it and then you don't get as positive reviews as you want so you have to scrap it and start over. Yeah. But like, it's like, of course you're not going to get a good response because you didn't put your all into it. Yeah. 100%. That's what my feels like. Um, And like you said, Spencer doesn't have a date. She's at because house. This, and, and this is crap, Jack. This is crap. <laughs> What's crap? What Allison does. <laughs> Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> we don't see her have this conversation. And like you said, no body, no proof. You know what? Use my logic against me. <laughs> also, okay, so we'll get there. Uh, so Spencer is talking to Jason and yes. uh, she's like, so are the police making progress? Are you finding closure? And he's like, with the memorial or with like Allie's murderer and she's like both and he says i don't think i don't think imprisoning i don't think catching the killer putting him in jail would give me closure um Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day i'm always going to be the dead girl's brother you're always going to be the friend of the dead girl yeah how does that make you feel um that makes me feel bad that a person who's died already is going to define my life yeah but also, like, like, but, like, the conversation just is, like, whoa, Jason, 
like a minute ago, you were like, I will stop at nothing to get the cops to find someone. And he's like, let's be real. Listen, if, they, if, if this Toby thing ain't going to be to their liking, they're going to find no one else to blame it on. Like, th- there's no such thing as justice in this world. And he also says, like, there is no closure for my mom. Correct. She takes pills to sleep every night. And if she doesn't, then you hear her walking around the house at night at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, she is torn up about this. Like, her daughter is dead. Mm-hmm. And Spencer's like, but what about justice? Isn't justice worth something? He's like, with like, Detective Wooden at the, at the helm of it? No. Well, Jason's like, excuse me? It's funny that you're talking about justice. Oh, he, oh yeah, he does say that. But i just like to slam on Detective Wooden if I could. No, I appreciate that. You're not scanning the white cop. <laughs> but what does he say? I was going to ask you. He so says, Jason... Oh, yeah. go ahead. So Jason was basically like, yo, Allison told me what happened when you convinced all the girls to go to Toby Kavanaugh's garage and how you bought a smoke bomb, but you knew it was like a regular thing and how you threw it in and blinded Jenna. And then you threatened Toby Kavanaugh to take the fall for (laughs) y'all. And I was like, what? Wait, what just happened? Yeah. Whoa. Wait a minute. (laughs) I was like, hold up. I know I'd be lied to. What just happened? (laughs) And we saw a flashback. But is that flashback reliable? Like, in in Spencer's defense, Allison seems like the person more likely to blind someone. (laughs) Right. And was the intention to blind someone or to get Toby? Because I think the blinding was an accident. I do think it was an accident. Okay, I feel like Allison is more quickly to become pyromaniac than Spencer. Okay. <laughs> but we don't like Spencer. Well, we also don't like Allie. Well, I feel like um, pyromaniacs are like very interesting um, plot devices. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, people who steal their sister's boyfriends or essays are not interesting plot devices. What if Spencer was both? A pyromaniac that steals um, boyfriends and essays? Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, give her own spinoff. I never thought I'd hear the day. No. It's, it's... <laughs> but here's the thing. That's not Spencer. Spencer's not pyromaniac. All right. Oh, no. Pause. Jay, you know what? Pause. Give her a spinoff so she can get off of my show. <laughs> <laughs> There are two Pretty Little Liars spinoffs, by the way. Ah, Soon to be three. <laughs> Dang. W- who is it about? Or is that spoiler? I can't tell you yet. God bless. Do you know who I hope gets it? Go ahead. Toby Kavanaugh. We don't even know if he's alive. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's alive, Allison Dead. What part's confusing? <laughs> Jason. Jason's like, Oh, and Maya's a ghost. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, and Maya's a ghost, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh... <gasps> no! The spinoff needs to be Ella um, in her new single life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted to be all the moms of Rosewood. It's like, that's for housewives, <laughs> but like, these moms dealing with their shitty children. Yes. <laughs> Real <agree>. housewives of, <laughs> of Rosewood. 
<laughs> I love that energy. Yes. Um, like honestly, you're not the only one. Like that's that like spoilers for the whole show, I guess. Like yes. on Twitter when the show was still on air, people were craving a spinoff that was just the moms of Rosewood. <laughs> Yes, I love People that energy. Wanted it so bad, oh, we and they never that. gave it to us, and I was so upset. And it's not like when I say people, I don't just mean me. Like it was really a thing. Like I, I truly get it. Like I love Ella. I think Ella's amazing. Um, Emily's mom is so much fun. I'm a big fan of Hannah's mom. Uh, like, who, who am I living out? Spencer? Uh, Spencer's mom, sorry. We've met her like <laughs> once, but like she could be really cool. We don't know. We'll, we'll, she, we'll pause. She hates her daughter, left her to go to New York. Yeah, I want to know more about that woman. Pause. That woman's the drama. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Do you watch any Real Housewives? Mm-mm. Okay, I was going to say that woman is. I could see her being the Jen Shaw of uh, Rosewood, but you don't know who that wait, is. Wait, pause. I saw um, a, a clip of her on Twitter, and she's a trip. The only thing that's different is Jen Shaw throws parties, but I could see Miss Hastings, Spencer's mom's version of those parties being like galas and events. Hey, pause. I don't know if I actually saw that. Might have been someone else. Anyway, the point being, there's a there, there was a clip of a reunion that was a whole bit of a, that was a trip. Oh no, this was Salt Lake City. Ah. So um, um get Maggie Morgan on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll invite her too. Um. But anyway, like something happens in season seven. I'm not going to tell you what, but something mm. happens. And like during the season, during that last season, we don't get an answer to what happened in that scene with the moms. And people were so mad that they demanded that Marlene I. King like release information about what happened, like the aftermath of the scene. Okay. Like Ooh. people were so upset. <laughs> Jay, let's hurry up. Get to season seven. <laughs> Let's get to it. Yeah. So wait, um, pause. Jay, will will I still be agreeing to this do this podcast by the time we get oh, yeah. to seven? I will. Yeah. Okay. You have to. You sign a contract. I, uh, no, I, I know I have to, but will I be doing this of my free will? Like I want to do this. Yeah. Oh, because we're friends forever until we grow old, and then we'll take it out on each other. Ah, then it's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> to the death. Um, you heard it here first. Um, so. <laughs> Spencer says, you are just like Allie to, to uh, Jason. Is he? Well, do you remember what Jason said? I remember what he said, but my question is, is he? He said, well, uh, he said he's worse. Yeah, he said he's worse than Allie, which could mean a couple things. It could mean that he's lying and Allie didn't tell him that. And he just hates Spencer. What if Allison told some of the truth and be like, no, this is what we're telling the people. This is what we're doing. <gasps> oh, pause. Jay, if that's the truth, Jason's my favorite character and no one can top him. <laughs> Even Toby Kavanaugh. Fuck Toby Kavanaugh. <laughs> I know you want to, but like... <laughs> He's a child. I am a full-blown adult. The lies of deception. I meant the like actor, but like... Anyway. <laughs> now we're going to the memorial for real this time okay uh so they're at the memorial and uh someone's there you said melissa wasn't in this episode she's not but her name gets mentioned like who on god's green earth is ian ian is <laughs> melissa's ex and where did he come from and why is he here that's what the girls want to know we don't, learn. we don't learn this episode. 
I, I, I'm not often with the girls. Well, in this situation, I'm not with the girls. Like, what you doing? And I got a theory. <laughs> what is the theory? We got it. You got to wait till my, the end where I tell all my theories and spoilers uh, and beliefs. Okay, I'll wait. And who I think is A and who I think is um uh, whatever else I do at the end of the show. <laughs> you said, uh, I, I don't remember. He's like, <laughs> AJ said, ask me something. I'm just alone for the ride. <laughs> um, so Ian's there, cool or not. Um, mm-hmm. And all the girls say nice things about Allie and how much she meant to them and brought them together and how even from a young age, she was the one friend that Spencer had that she could fight with and still be friends with. Like they got into fights, they got into it, but at the end of the day, they truly cared for each other. Mm-hmm. And AJ, I hope that's us until we get old, until our, until we get into our fight when we're like 95. I'm glad you think I'll live to 95. Listen, I'm glad I think I'll live to 95. <laughs> Listen, I'd love to be Betty Whiting it. I don't know if I want to be Betty White, but like, I'll be. I, I, I would love to be a national treasure. I don't want people to talk about me. Oh, understood. I, like, I, I don't want to get that famous. Mm, anyway, understand. we can get into my vision on death off pod. Do you think because I wasn't around? Do you think <laughs> not, not to show my age? You said, "Do, do you, you think, think?" And I said, "No." Nope. <laughs> but like, uh, Betty White got more popular as she got older. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like, I think she had a certain level of popularity. But once she became like old, old people were like, "Oh yeah, this is our grandma." I'm excited for Dolly Parton to reach that level. I think, I think she has. But but imagine, imagine when she gets there, it would be even better. All right, I'll wait. <laughs> this is okay. a pro Dolly Parton podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said working nine to five ain't no way to make a living and that's why i work eight to four <laughs> you said i took advice thank you dolly <laughs> so uh then it's jenna's turn and all the girls wait with bated breath and she actually Jenna's is like some nice things but what she really says is you never really know someone until they show you who they are. Mm-hmm. And when Allie visited me in the hospital, she showed me who she was. And I fully understood the kind of person that was visiting me. And that sounds so nice, right? Yes. But I don't trust it. I, I I think this goes down two different pathways. Go ahead. Wait, do, will we get to the flashback of um Alice visiting Jenna in the hall in the hospital, or is it just gonna be word of mouth when we what find out what think? she says? I would like for it to be a flashback. If we do a flashback, I want that to be a flashback. Okay. I'm not gonna confirm or deny. Okay, bet. Um, so I can yeah, like you said, it could be I think this is the kind of thing where like Jenna's the kind of person who will say something publicly. That if you are 
Allie's mom, who's not there, but if Allie's mom watched a video of this later, she'd be like, wow, this Jenna girl is being so nice. She's so kind. My Allie was the kind of person who would visit someone in a hospital after she was blinded. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful daughter I had. And if you're Toby Cavanaugh, you hear what Jenna said because you also watched the video because you're also not there. And you're like, yeah, Jenna, tear into her. She was <laughs> the kind of person who would blind you and then go visit you and probably was rude to you. Mm-hmm. Because I'll nothing Jenna there. says is purely nice. She doesn't say Allie was a sweet girl. She doesn't say Allie was a nice person. She says Allie showed me the kind of person that she was. Her words are so vague that I think it's passive aggressive. She knows that anyone who hears her can interpret it any way and she wants it to be that way. I think we need to get better at like. (laughs) See, and like, honestly, what I just think is, well, here's why I think what happened. I think like um, Allison went to the hospital and was like being like weirdly nice to her. Mm -hmm. And she was like, why are you being nice to me? And then she like dropped something that's like trying to like get her name cleared. And she's like, oh, that's why you're being nice to me. I, right, I which is why it feels passive aggressive. Like you're you're taking Jenna at face value. I think that uh-huh. she's like, no, she showed me the kind of person she was. Yeah, <laughs> and that can be but like, but like in that point in time, would you prefer to like no one show up to you or like someone show up but be fake to you? I think if I know that you're the one that did it which I assume mm. she does. Mm. I don't want you showing up. Understood. You don't understood. Like, you're Got lucky it. you were in a hospital because I might choke you out. <laughs> you know what? Fair point. You know what? Points are made, and I agree with you. Because, like, she took away her vision. <laughs> yeah. That's life-altering. Yeah. That, that that wasn't cool. And then she I don't care if it was her accident. stepbrother. She was what? And then she blamed and blackmailed her stepbrother. Yeah, that wasn't cool. But, you know, she was having something with. But, like, you know, like, of all the people to visit, if Arya visited, if Emily visited, maybe. But for Allie to visit, I would be pissed. What if those words that she used at the funeral were the words that she used to her in the hospital? Like, you don't know someone until... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I don't think Jenna showed up just... And decided to speak from the heart and just speak nicely. I think she was very careful about the words she used. Anything she said mm-hmm. was not necessarily offensive. Mm-hmm. But if you knew that Jenna and Allie had something against each other of any kind, then you like the girls, like Aria, Hannah, Spencer, mm-hmm. uh, Emily, they know that something's up. Yeah. But like maybe Jason doesn't know that something's up. Or maybe, you know, one of, one of the teachers or the PTA moms, they don't know that something's up. Mm-hmm. But if you know, you know. The girls who know, the girls who get it, get it. The AJ Norris's who don't, don't. Yeah, I got that right. 
<laughs> tagline of the podcast. So yeah, that is the end of the memorial. So then after the memorial, Jason stops by Spencer's house to thank the girls. Um, but they kind of know what, like, I feel like they, like Spencer probably told them, right? What Jason mm-hmm. said. Well, she tells them actually. Uh, and so they're kind of like, mm, we can't trust Jason, but he gives them a gift. But, but, but here's my thing, right? Yeah. You don't never mind. No, go ahead. I was about to say, yeah, why can't you trust Jason? And then it was like, like he's being upfront and honest with what he knows and what he doesn't know. Unless it was convoluted and pre-planned. And, and, and I was just like, not even like 15 minutes ago being like, what if he came up with the whole thing? And, I, and how like he would be my favorite person if he did like, that. Like, listen, we don't know. I, the story is, the jury's out. The jury's still out on Jason. But I'm, I will say, it's looking good for him in my books. <laughs> um, he decides to give them a gift. Isn't that nice? It's something that Ellie had on her when she died, and he wants them to have it to remember her. Mm-hmm. But it's not. it. The girls don't like it. Why don't they like it, Jay? Because it's a bracelet with Allie's name on it. So Wait, the one that what? they found in the, in the woods has to be fake because no. why would jason lie also like this like he's giving them the bracelet that they recovered from the morgue which first of all is weird but second of all like i get it mm-hmm. but like if that if that's the bracelet Allie was wearing when she died then what is the bracelet that was in the woods that is um a trying to get at them that's what they think yeah and so we end the episode there. I know there's another scene, but like we end the episode with the girls there. Yes. And then at the end of the episode, we see Allie's memorial being broken and vandalized and like smashed uh, by someone, by that person wearing all black. Yes. Um, and first of all, like I get it. So many people hated Allie. But like, yes. The t- like so many people in the town and the PTA and everyone like raised money to and commissioned an artist to make this memorial. Yes. Like you can like trash the flowers and the teddy bears and all that other stuff. Like you're destroying the art. The but here's the, the but here's the thing. She destroyed this man's life. Oh, you think that's Toby? <laughs> yes, I still think it's Toby. So last we talked, you thought the person in black was different people. No, I thought it was all Toby. Uh, well, I, paused. I, th- I thought the person in the picture at first was Ben, but then you was like, but they're the same gloves. And I was like, you know, F it is Toby. Interesting. Do you think Toby's A? No. Do you think Toby's working with A? No. And so you don't think the person in black is A? No. I think it's A. Oh, I'm glad you think so. You've seen the show. <laughs> I think it's heavily implied, yes, that this is the same person. Okay. And I think it's also heavily implied that the one person we know nothing about is A. 
So it's a representation of anonymity. And therefore, it's A. Uh, if I were to make it yes. educated guess, I might okay. assume this was A. I, I believe you. I believe most people, if that if not all people will make that guess. <laughs> Comma but <laughs> No, go ahead. You're doing great. <laughs> I live in my own fantasy world where Tony Cavanaugh. Like, I like your version of this show so much better. <laughs> I, I'm, thank you. I'm trying to make this a good show. I, 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 like, if I'm, I will just ask Jay for my predictions and stuff. Would it make a good TV show? Oh, no. Yeah. Or would, oh, bet. Ooh, someone get on. Why is a ghost? <laughs> Toby's just wrecking shit. <laughs> I'm here for it. I've like Michael Noel. Mike <laughs> has two names. Yes. <laughs> Mona is there. <laughs> Mona is there. <laughs> oh, I love this energy. Yeah. So that's the end of our episode. Yay. Are you ready to get into uh, some feedback and end of podcast things? Yeah. So I'm not going to ask you about your favorite A message because we only got one message from A. <laughs> Only one. But I am going to ask you, what yes. was your favorite flashback? And you have to choose one. My favorite flashback? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I wasn't prepared for this. I know. I like I, I like the one where she had emerald eyes. That one stood out. That that was like, like if anything, it was the emerald eyes thing. I think just visually, that's the thing that stood out the most. The words that stood out the most was, um, Allie wanted to be immortalized by a mysterious death. Like, I think those are the two things that stick out to me from the flashbacks. Okay. I like this. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, did anything just completely surprise you out of the blue from this episode? The fact that Jason is this, I, I was like, dang, a whole person. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We don't know everyone in this girl's life. Nope. No, anyone in this girl's life. Apparently not. <laughs> but uh, Jason popping out was like a shock. But Jason said, um, I'm coming onto the scene. I'm effing this up. <laughs> uh, do you think Allie has any other family members we don't know about? 100%. She's <laughs> about the De Laurentiis family. You know, she has a mom, a dad, and a brother. Correct, but her dad is not her real dad. He's just been pretending this entire time because he loves her mom so much. But her um, our blood dad. <laughs> okay, so she has a biological dad. Yes, her biological dad um, is over there rocking in Connecticut. <laughs> oh, he lives across the border. Yeah, yeah. He lives out of state. Correct, correct. Okay, anyone else? Um, and she also has a sister. Okay. But we don't talk about her. <laughs> All right. Be- because, because, because um, she was like the quote unquote black sheep of the family until she ran away. I love this. <laughs> I love this fan fiction. <laughs> anyone else that we need to know about in Allie's life? Uh, anyone else in Allie's life? Like her home life. Um, her home life. 
She also had um a dog, and she was no scratch that a cat, and she was very loving to that cat. Listen, you can't be mean to a cat. Like that cat has had the most affection from Allie than anyone else in this world. Indeed. And and and, and now that the memorial built, that cat will come and visit. Well, the dealer and he could fill her They left the cat because they was like, "This reminds me too much of Allison." Sad. It's very sad. the The cat has a tragic um story. Take your pets <laughs> with you when you move, everyone. He's, 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 he was abandoned, and it's sad. Um, so next week's episode is called "The Perfect Storm." What's going on in the perfect storm, AJ? Um, everything's coming to a head. What does that mean? That's a great question. <laughs> also, remember there are twenty two episodes a season. And this is only episode nine, correct? Mm-hmm. The perfect storm. The perfect storm. The perfect storm. I think um, Arya's mom and dad will um, have a conversation, and it goes bad. It, it it just gets worse. And I do think, um, because um, what's his name? Jason has been pressuring Detective Wilden. There is new information that is released um, about the murder of Allie. What's her name? Allie. And it implicates one of the girls. It is not great. Which it is one? not. Which one? Hmm. Probably Emily because she's looked like she's going on high right now and she needs to be knocked down. Damn. <laughs> and this episode is like, we hate Spencer. And you're like, nope, now we hate Emily. No, I don't hate her. Not, I just feel like the show. Me, but like this show. The show said no one could be happy for two episodes in a row. <laughs> Oh, and Emily's dad also comes home. But that's when the story breaks. Ooh. Yeah. Anything else gonna happen? Um, Sean and Hannah breaks up. I don't know how many times I predicted that, but it's, it's gonna happen one of these days. Sometimes Lucas is gonna get dead. You know he's gonna die and get murdered. Um, and the perfect storm. And what happens with Spencer? Oh, 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 oh. And <laughs> uh, Smith is going to come home at the end of the episodes, and the documents they threw into the river is going to be on her bed. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what? Are we going to get this, any Mona? But, but, but there's also a note that there's copies. Ooh. But I don't know why Smith would care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. They'll be like, we have the video of Hannah stealing it. Dennis Spencer was here. Right. Uh, Mona, um, no, I think we're done with Mona <laughs> for now. I think Mona has been um, drafted to a background player. All right. All right. Comma but, comma but, comma but, comma but. I think Noel and Aria are going to get close. And the moment they're like, you know, let's do a thing. Um, Ezra's coming back. Oh. <laughs> All right. So Noel and Aria. Yes. And those are my predictions. Awesome. Well, if you have any predictions that you want to send our way or any feedback, any questions, uh, you can send your feedback to two secrets pod at gmail.com. That's the number two mm-hmm. secrets pod at gmail.com or on Twitter to dragon babies pod at uh, on Twitter, which is dragon babies with a Z instead of an S pod. Um, and then you can also find us as you know, because you're listening 
uh, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Please go there and rate and review us. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ, I hear that we actually have a review. Yes, we do on Apple Podcasts. Um, the great Pelican Pablo. Yes, us- Pelican Pablo, please. Pelic- I, I want to be your friend. <laughs> yes, he, he said, and I quote, Jay and AJ are so fun together. Thankfully, I have my new favorite companion podcast while I rewatch this messy show. Yes, Pablo. Pelican Pablo. Okay, so if you are Pelican Pablo, feel free to write in again to secretspod at gmail.com. I'm never going to stop plugging that. Um, we want to be your friend. We want to hear your thoughts. We, mm-hmm. we know that we're funny, but we want to hear from you. Um, and if you're it, not Pelican Pablo, we also want to hear from you by you rating, reviewing, and sending your thoughts to, to secretspod at gmail.com. And if you like your review read, give us five stars. One of us will probably read it. As long as we will uh, read it if you give us five stars and a review. Correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> there are multiple criteria that have to be uh, that have to be fit. Well, listen, we said you have to jump through hoops and you better be successful. <laughs> and you know who was Pelican Pablo? He was. You're invited on the two can't keep a secret tour of Iceland. Ooh, three seaters. <laughs> Or if we include Felipe, who is also invited, uh, we just don't have a confirmation yet. We're still going to have to get a party bus. <laughs> I'm sure that the Icelandic people know how to party. Honestly, I feel like the Icelandic people get down. If they can make butter that good, they know how to party. I agree. It's not I, a party without about carbs. Without carbs? Yeah. Mm. So, uh, while you're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, check out the Brazilian Dragon Podcast uh, to look for podcasts from our sisters, our sister podcast and our host podcast and the Dragon Babies podcast feed. Um, and you can find the, the Brazilian Dragon Podcast on Twitter at Brazil Dragon Pod. Uh, AJ, how can people keep up with everything you're doing? If I'm ever doing anything, you can follow me on Twitter at the Kid Norris. I will retweet and promote everything and anything I am doing. Awesome, awesome. And if you are looking to like cry laughing because you just need to laugh so hard <laughs> and for some reason you're all cut up, caught up on Two Can't Keep a Secret, check out uh, the Nothing But Netflix podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hosted by The Great about, Chappelle. Yeah, with Rob, Sister Nino, and Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and check out the episode on Medea Homecoming. <laughs> When I tell you that podcast had me almost crash my car. (laughs) I listen to podcasts while I drive. Uh, The phone is on the other side of the car. Like I'm driving very safely, but like I was laughing so hard. I was crying and I did pull into a parking lot and change the (laughs) podcast to listen to the rest when I got home because I could not listen, laugh Mm -hmm. and drive. It was so good. That's high praise, dear. I mean, first of all, my favorite person on the face of this planet, AJ, was on it. And then you add two people who are also like top tier human beings and comedians Mm -hmm. and podcasters. And I was like, it should be illegal for these three people to podcast (laughs) like this. It was too good. It was fun. It I was will a never fun time. stop praising y'all. 
I think Chappelle deserves all the praise. And so does Rob. Rob. Rob also deserves all the praise. Yeah, so check out Rob has a podcast. Um, and it's uh and and nothing but Netflix. Um Correct. Chappelle Chappelle's underscore show on Twitter. Um he is not in any way affiliated with the transphobic Chappelle. I want to get that out of the way. The Chappelle we are talking about is the only Chappelle that matters. Yeah, we love Chappelle. I just don't want people to think that like, all of a sudden I'm like, Chappelle, a comedian? Wait a minute. Chappelle no, also is- does, a- <laughs> this isn't the Chappelle plug hour, but like Chappelle also does a lot of stuff. He's funny on all of it. Listen, I don't stand a lot of people. I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to boost his ego too high. Uh, so you can find AJ at the Kid Norris on Twitter. You can find me at jmanji underscore. Um, that's J-A-Y-M-A-N-J-I underscore. Um, I'm mostly tweeting about um, abortion access and healthcare for trans people. Also some reality TV and about my cats. Um, and maybe you'll see a poll or two about like, do bugs have bones and is AJ wrong? The uh, answer is yes for both of those. <laughs> interesting. So we will uh, <laughs> keep you updated on all things Pretty Little Liars. We look forward to hearing from you and hearing all your thoughts. And we will be back next week to cover the perfect storm. Ooh. All right, Bye. everyone. Have a great night. Bye. Got a secret, can you keep it? Swear this one you save. Better lock it in your pocket, taking this one to the grave. If I show you, then I know you won't tell what I said. Cause two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. <laughs>